Welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. This podcast is an audio journal of my guest tonight's adventures throughout the live and local music biz. Fun conversations, cool tunes, and good times will be had. My name is Mark Sterry, and I'm a 15-plus-year veteran of the Twin Cities, Minnesota metro music scene. Check me out at Mark Sterry, that's S-T-A-R-Y, music.net. Also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. All of my original music is available for download on iTunes, CD Baby, and most of the places you get your music online. This podcast drops every Tuesday, if not before, on iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. If you enjoy it, please subscribe on iTunes. It's totally free and guarantees you'll never miss an episode. If you got an extra buck or two you wouldn't mind tossing in the podcast tip jar, please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Also considering helping get the word out in the street via social media, five-star rating and review on iTunes, and or tell a friend or two. Happy Thought of the Day is by Tom Petty. Go after what you really love and find a way to make that work for you, and then you'll be a happy person. Thanks for tuning in, and welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. Enjoy! Welcome back to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast, episode 168. Thanks to all the folks who contribute to this podcast on Patreon.com. Happy New Year's, everyone. Copper, the Wonder Golden, and I are staying warm on this frigid St. Paul holiday, working on some New Year's resolutions that will likely be resolved by the end of the day. Last week's Geeks Wrap-Up. Wednesday, I played a solo show at Pub 42 in New Hope, Minnesota. Great to see Capistra. Thursday played a solo show at Lone Oak Grill in Egan, Minnesota. Cool place, but bummed to learn the Thursday shows there are no longer on the books. Friday played a solo show at Danny's in Stillwater, Minnesota. Bartender Joey got his four Bruce tunes he asked for every month. Saturday played a duo show at Seven Brothers in Clayton, Wisconsin. Fun times rocking some 80s tunes with the Revard crew. Monday I was back at Danny's in Stillwater, Minnesota for New Year's Eve. Five-hour show, almost. And my fingers were about ready to fall off. Upcoming shows. Wednesday, January 2nd, 2019. I'll be playing a solo show at Pub 42 in New Hope, Minnesota from 7.30 to 9.30 p.m. Friday, January 4th, I'll be playing a solo show at Ingredients in White Bear Lake, Minnesota from 6 to 8.30 p.m. Saturday, January 5th, Mr. Brian K. Johnson and myself will be rambling up to Breezy Point, Minnesota to rock out Ice Fest at JJ's Pub at Commander Bar from 5 to 9 p.m. It's part one of two with popular Minnesota singer-songwriter and host of the Singer-Songwriter Showcase at Plums, Nick Hensley. We talk love songs for angry men, Okaboji, Jambadon, and more. Enjoy the conversation. Mr. Nick Hensley, welcome to the Mark Sterry Music Podcast. How you doing there, man? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. It's been a long time since I've seen your ass, man. <laughs> it's been a while, yeah. Yes, it has. We're here at the at the uh, John Bonanville, the old John Bonanville, oh, Plums yeah. in beautiful St. Paul, Minnesota here on a Sunday night before one of Nick's Minnesota showcase evenings. Yeah. How many years have you played here at Plums? Played? 
I guess we've played close to 20. 20. Yeah, and then the showcase has been going on for 14 years. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. So we just celebrated the 10 year two years later because that was the first time we could get everybody together that had done it. So it was fun, kind of funny two years later. Oh that was my two years God, later. 20 years. I think I played my first one here in 2001. So what's that? Yeah, about almost. Probably the same time when they started to have so yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, do you remember your first show here at Plums? No. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> I don't either. I don't, yeah. I remember I had a CD release show here once, and the guitar player didn't show up. You did? Yeah, and I played once back here. Oh, yeah, I remember they did the stage back there a couple times. Yeah, I did it once, and the guitar player didn't show up. Yeah. <laughs> you ever That's, had that happen? Uh, no. Well, yeah, I've had, <laughs> I've had missing guitar players. Yeah. Sure. Um, one of my favorite things is after some of those old Saturday night John Bonan shows when you and Joe would stop by after one of your, your guys' shows somewhere. We'd yeah. sit over and drink beer with John Bonan, play guitar, and oh, yeah. get all nuts and stuff like that. And that's way back in the day. That's a while ago. Joe and I just started playing together for the first time in a long time just recently. Last summer we started. We do about two or three a month now again. Yeah, Joe that's Carey? Cool. Yeah. Th- that's awesome, man. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Um, so... Let's see. So, since we're here before your Minnesota showcase, you mind telling us about what that's all about? Well, it selfishly started as how can I be involved in music and still make money and not sing one more night a week? Because, you know, you struggle with the voice sometimes. Yeah. And it turned into something kind of fun. It started as every other Sunday. Joe and I had a house gig out in the Narrows every Sunday for like four or five years. And uh, then they took it to every other Sunday. I'm like, well, what, do I, what should I do on the other Sundays? And uh, I thought it would be a good idea. We tried it. And it's a, such a circle in the round feel with the main, spot, main speakers behind you. Yeah. And uh, no, and then it, it uh, took a long time, actually, to take off. I started with Jim Carrey, who moved, okay. later moved to Nashville, then California, and a brief stint in Was uh, he just in town Iceland. for a CD release and show yeah, himself? Yeah, he had like 200 people here on a Did Friday. Did he really? Yeah, it was crazy. Some young lady fell into my amp. I was running sound for them because they, they were they were in a pinch. They couldn't find anywhere to do it. And they're like, well, let's try to plums. It'll be fun. It was <laughs> awesome. It was the first big-time rock show I've seen in here in a while. Really? Because Joe opened with the Chinwaggers. Yeah, the Chinwaggers. Full-on drums and everything. It was pretty cool. That's cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, it's, so this started 14 years ago, the, yep, the song we'll be thing? 15 years would be this, uh, like we call it September, because there used to be more involved with the school year and stuff, but really it's not many college kids anymore. It's just uh, straight songwriters, musicians of all okay. all ages. So who, like those first years, who was like, because have you always had kind of a backup band help everybody out? No, in fact, uh, I'd say Sauls has been with us for 10 or 11 of those years. He just... After he, he left GB Layton, he, uh, he was looking for piecing together different gigs all around. And, and we, I don't know how it happened, but we invited him down, and he, he's become a mainstay. He's here every Sunday. He happens to be out of town right now, and so is Blair. So Joe's hosting tonight. Okay. We, Mary Kutchfellow hosted uh, last week. Oh, I love Mary. Yeah, she's, she ripped it. It was great. I ain't worthy, girl. I ain't worthy, girl. Someone love you deep and true. Deep and true. 
So how does how do you guys start off your thing? So how do you what do you talk about? What does it mean to host? Let's say my grandma's listening and doesn't know what a songwriter night's about. What is a well, songwriter really, night? How do you host them? Really, I host from the microphone from the stage as a sound guy. I announce everybody, talk about their upcoming shows, um, and. Uh, you know, if they have any releases, so that would be hosting. I, I say host with me because Joe, Joe will be backing up people. People bring charts or he watches their hands. <laughs> so it's kind of good ear training. It's really pretty amazing. Oh, I bet. Yeah. I bet. Um, so over the years, who would you say is like the Mount Rushmore of artists you've had come up on stage that you didn't know before, that this is kind of like their first time playing in front of people that have just stood out over the years? Well, I mean, once Blair and Saul started playing with Sonny Knight from Sonny Knight and the Lakers, okay. he'd show up a lot, and that was really fun. He'd blow the doors off the place. Um, originally named Tom Aiden, changed his name to Thomas Abaddon, and he uh, he just got a record deal. Really? He, he blew up like crazy. Jay Smart is on the road with uh, Lindsey Buckingham right now. Yeah, lots of different. Really? Yeah, great players. And some of the players that nobody's even heard of yet are just phenomenal. So, um, But uh, I don't know who. Well, we've had some local legends down here. GB's been down here. Mick Sterling's been down here. Yeah. Um, we had... Uh, Terrell Carnage, um, yeah, all sorts of people. Jeff Rag makes an appearance sometimes. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. Though Thomas Abon and Jay Smart blew up like crazy. They're. Well, what I mean, style of music are they? I would say, they're both. Oh, Jay Smart's Americana. Thomas Abon is like, it's out there. It's like Bowie meets Prince. It's really? pretty cool. But and it's also like, what's the guy's name? Michael. What's the famous guitar? Like um, crate lead guitars, but okay. when he plays by himself acoustic. It's it's a lot of the tapping and really cool. Like I forget the guy's name. Is it Michael? I always forget. Hedges? I don't know. Michael Hedges could I be. I don't know. I have to look it up. Yeah, we'll look it remember. up. How'd your Bears do today? Are you still I, a Chicago guy? I mean, I've been up here forever, but I mean, there was a time when I love I love baseball still. I want try to watch it. As much Weren't as I you can, I love fan? the Twins and love the Cubs. Yep. So if the two should ever meet, my head would explode. Um, but yeah, football. I haven't been. I mean, I got caught up in it a little bit last year when the Vikes were making a little comeback and had. Uh, yeah. And uh, I haven't watched it hardly at all. Yeah, and just not. It's not. Well, and I just had twins, so it's like... Yeah, so I was going to so, ask about that. So, you know, you've been in the business for 10,000 years. You're working up <laughs> yeah. here in the cities doing music, and you know, I have as well. You've done booking and shows and yeah. run bands, you know, whatever. And uh, it's a unique, odd lifestyle. Yeah. I don't have children, but I'm thinking as we get older, you know, we're thinking about the kids and all the settling down and stuff. So you just had twins. Yeah, was not expecting it. Was not expecting my wife either. I mean, I... I divorced five or six years ago. Um, oh, yeah. And that was uh, very much because of the schedule. We were both pushing and pulling with that schedule. And I ended up uh, falling for a parole officer that had pretty similar hours. And it really what? yeah worked. Nice. Uh, not my parole officer. Somebody's parole officer. <laughs> but uh, Kelsey and I just uh, hit it off. And then um, and we I still really wanted kids. And she was just, um, she's a little younger than me. Not too young. 
But uh, so, yeah, it just uh, and then I remember being in the office in the uh, what do you call it when you go find out? You know, uh, after you, you get your first visit, and she's like, the lady's like, do twins run in, run in your family? I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking, like, just a little smirk on her face? And, just, what is, mm. and she told us, uh, worked out great, though, because now we're one and done, and they have a built-in buddy. So Yes. Um, so I know that our buddy Ken Valdez had a child recently, too. Yeah. And he named it, was it uh, Nico? Nico Hendricks. Hendricks. Yeah. So did you give your kids any classic musician names? No, we went with, um, oh, I wanted, what did I say I wanted? Or like uh, local musician, like, like like Mahoney and Martin? I named the dog, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That would have been funny. No, I named, named the dog Tom Petty like six months before Tom Petty died. Oh, yeah. Uh, we got a little morky after my I lost my boxer. No, we went with traditional names, Charlie and Teddy. They're the grandparents' names. Yeah, that's good. What was the old dog used to have? Wrigley. Wrigley. <laughs> oh, arm. wow. On my arm there. Yeah. Big Riggs. How long has he been gone now? Well, 2016, I think. Okay. Maybe 15. 2016, not. How right. long did he live for? Almost 10 years. Okay. Yep. That's cool. Yeah. Or a boxer, that's about what they they do. Yeah. Um, sitting here at Plums, you know, all the sins of the musician past just feel like all sprayed on the wall staring oh, yeah. at me right now. How many beers do you think you've drank here? Beers? I'm a whiskey guy. <laughs> oh, how much whiskey say, do you think you drank I'd here? Say I drink crappy beer and good whiskey, but oh man. I don't know. Thousands. Definitely, yeah. Oh. Definitely thousands. <laughs> I was thinking if it was the tens of thousands. I'd have to do the math on that. A lot. Too much, but too much. I've kind of moderated lately, but so out of all these these years of Minnesota songwriter showcases, are there any that like stick out? Like any particular nights where just like out of fourteen years I, mean, I know they're sure they kind of blend together, but is there any like kind of stand out like a dead that night that all we had was pretty amazing. We brought in our uh, the fiddle player Kale that had played with us. Uh, Shane Akers played slide that night, Blair Krovenick on telly and uh, Salisbury on bass, that was pretty phenomenal. And then some of the best players we ever had were on that night. So that was pretty amazing. Okay. But like a standout, I mean, there's been some sunny nights. We miss sunny real bad. There's been some sunny night, sunny night in the Laker nights where I was like, wow, this is amazing. So it's weird because sometimes it's a great night and it's kind of slow. Like the players are amazing, but the crowd's slow. Sometimes the crowd's super, super um, over the top at the... um, you know, some of our favorite players are out of town or on the road or whatever. So. Yeah. But I love new players. That's my favorite thing, I think, is, is when walk-ins. So we have we reserve five walk-ins every Sunday for new players, and then the text goes out to about 500 people. And then how long do they get to play for? Everybody does two songs and tells us where they're going to be. Their next show is. They okay. count on us for, like, they. it's it's good sound usually i hope anyway and uh it's good networking for each other they build shows around here i've seen bands form i've seen people get married Ah. a couple times um what if they suck man what do you do what if they suck oh you let it fly because every and every week they get better i love watching people get better i mean if it's like it's almost on purpose then we you know we'll cut (laughs) them off we'll give them the old hook but um if it's just asinine you ever had any unique some, genres up there, like kind we've of had beat some rough comedians? You've had comedians. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. We've had some rough comedians, and we've had some phenomenal comedians. Like, Mike Gurley is hilarious. That guy's a host at Acme. Um, anyways, I got called sir today. That was an interesting experience. As I always assume one of two things. Like, either they're from the South, or at some point in their life, they've worked retail for more than, like, two months. Because <laughs> you'd be surprised at the quality. Really? Acme, yeah. He's great. That's cool. So where else do you do the the singer the songwriter showcase? So we call it that. It's not the same thing. It's what's not, Minnesota Naked? Well, that that'd be like the best players from the showcase, and we pay them. It's my way of paying them back for always supporting okay. and coming down. And that's at local breweries. In fact, we're working on Fulton right now. Fulton's going to help us promote it and uh, get behind. So that's nice. Fulton beer. Um, so the other ones at it was at the Astor Cafe, and then Jeff Arendal, who owns the Astor, opened up a new venue right next door to the Astor called the Hideaway. So we moved it there. Okay, it's a little, uh, little bit smaller and a little bit more intimate. It's kind of nice. Yeah, I saw on your schedule the Hideaway. I wasn't sure what that was. Yeah, it's right next door. That's cool. Um, so you were dabbling in the booking scene. Do you still do a lot of booking for clubs or I anything book, like that? I book for my friends down in um, in uh, Okaboji. Oh, um, Captain's Getaway. Yeah. And uh, they just revamped and remodeled. And I don't, you know, I don't play there. I was thinking, Joe and I were thinking about doing a Thursday there. We play down the road at a different place. That's What's that one outside. called? Okay. The Okaboji Store. The store? It's newer. It's all outside, and that's like more like clean hotels, and we're done by 8 o'clock, and it's more like that's our, my our style. scene now. Bring the wives down, maybe. Yeah. But um, I still book captains. I still love doing it for those guys. They're killing it down there. It's jammed. They did a whole whole re- I don't know if you've been down there. It's been. It's, I mean, probably ten years. It's like, it's a beautiful like four hundred capacity venue, huge stage now. They that tiki stage and everything is all ripped out. They have a huge. Oh the really? Whole top of it is a huge patio. Wow, yeah, I remember I played on there. It was like a, people were paying like a hundred dollars to get in. Oh yeah, like cover charge just yep. to go to the bar. Yeah, just Jesus. to like be a part of. Yeah. They still charge. They don't charge a cover for live music. They charge a cover to get upstairs on the patio. I think that's hilarious. They're wow. smart. If people are paying it, who cares? So is GB still going down there and stuff? Yep, I got GB scheduled this Memorial weekend. Okay, who else goes down there and plays? We had Gear Daddies, but lost them this year to a routing thing. Um, but from up here, it's like it's mostly cover bands, and that's probably I don't yeah. have a current cover band that I do on a regular basis. Those guys are all on the road. I picked them good, man. I love those guys, but it's hard to get a hold of them. Yeah, um, I remember out with it was Ryan like a- Bingham right now. What? Saul's plays with Ryan Bingham, and Greg Shooty plays with Ryan Bingham. Yeah. The song, the Nashville songwriter guy. Yeah. Oh, wow, that's great. Yeah. That's super cool. It's crazy. They're gone a lot. They're gone on and off all the time. Okay. That's why it's fun to have different guests, too. Yeah, absolutely. I remember that uh, uh, Captain's, wasn't it like a five-hour show, too? Probably. Yeah, it's it's like 9 to 1 or 9.30 oh to 1.30. Oh, my God, that's brutal. I don't, you know. I never really did the weekends with the cover show. It's mostly <laughs> pop country, which I think we both are not Ooh. huge fans of. No, I hate it. I um, absolutely hate it. But there's some variety bands. There's a lot of talent that goes down there and that play in other bands. So yeah. I love it. I don't have a bad thing to say about it. It's just like not what I'm doing right now. What do you think of the whole band scene overall here in the Twin Cities? It's kind of fizzling, isn't it? Well, the live, like, full bands, yeah. yeah. The songwriter thing, I think, has never been better. I think it's awesome, too. Acoustic stuff, songwriter yeah. stuff, that's good. It's, it's been huge, like, and 
ever since Jim Walsh did a really cool article about us in the city, city pages. pages and Absolutely. Really um, I yeah, mean, I read that. That was spectacular. That yeah, was super he was, cool. He's a great guy, and he without Walsh that that scene. Um, I mean, he's he's one of the big uh, supporters of that scene with the hoot. He has things called the hoot. Okay. What, what Minnesota naked is. Um, I mean, there's a lot of cool rooms in the original. I like the idea that we're getting back to. There's there's no going out and playing for three hours for a thousand dollars anymore. Like in no. within the city limits, you got to go pretty far out now to get some money. Um, I like playing acoustic still. I Me I still too. sell CDs acoustic. Yeah. So it's. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's what's there even it's clubs different. left that do it all the time? All the Ogaras. What's Fine Line even doing nowadays? Fine Line does like ticketed shows. T- that the same shit they did with like us. What um, when First Ave bought Turf Club? It's more of a semi-regional, semi-national, and, and some like triple, quadruple bill bands. Quadruple bill. Well, band. The, hey, I did that too. <laughs> Poor Jimmy, the sound guy. You remember at Ogaras? Ogaras. Jimmy, that I'm the, I should while. have Jimmy on. I haven't thought of him in years. Oh yeah, he's great. He uh, yeah. Well, yeah, he's looking for gigs, too, to sound gigs, all sorts of stuff. Oh, boy, I better have Jimmy on. I think I talked to him about being on here before, too. I love, too. Um, Yeah, I remember doing those four or five nights, those four or five bands a night. Then the people, they'd be, be, uh, uh, you know, fussy about the drum kits, had to use their own drum kit. I was always saying, like, please share the drum kits, switch (laughs) out the snare, backline each other, talk to each other. Because I always thought it was cool that I hated the idea of this... um, you know, battle of the bands competition. Like, why don't we all fucking wrestle after the gig? Well, I don't get that. So I love the camaraderie of that singer-songwriter. Um, I mean, they just love each other. They all put bills on with each other. They all, they all run each other's sound. It's really cool. I like it. That's awesome, man. Um, are you still working at Eagle Street? No. Not much. I mean, no, Joey Castle bought the place next door, I heard. Did he really? He bought Sweepies. Yeah, I don't. I don't know the whole thing, but I, the same owner of that now, owns the Green Lantern, and I'm there a lot, and I love that place. Okay. Really love that place. Yeah, I did a podcast with Joe Carey at Sweepies. Yeah, cool. Yeah, that was a cool place. What it used to be called when we were back Gobies. in the day. Gobies. I kind of miss Gobies because it was a dump. But Gobie comes in here sometimes. He wouldn't mind me saying it was a dump. Just because it had carpet on the floors. It's gross. Oh man, never a good idea to have carpet. I think the plum over here has carpet. They tore it up and got new carpet, though. Oh, my God. I never understood carpet at bars. It's hilarious. So a lot of us. So do you have any? So we're talking about uh, when I had, like, Ken on or whatever. We were talking about John Badan, one of our classic buddies that, that's no longer with us. But, you know, he sh- I think he helped plug me into this whole scene for sure. You know, uh, get me oh, shows here, here and down yeah. here and whatever. And and uh, do you have any classic John Badan stories you could share? Oh, man. Or, like, one. I mean, him and I, I loved him, but we butted heads big time, too. So let me think. I'm trying to think if it's not a... I don't know. Classic John Manon. I mean, he'd, he'd, he, uh, oh, that's, a, that's a tough one for me. I was so, hearing songwriting well, he nights was, when he was dancing on the bar. Oh, yeah, you guys yeah, you, yeah. sing along when you're playing the, the guitar. Great, the great one is when we recorded, we recorded him. He was great. He was actually a great singer. And yeah. He, we recorded him once doing it, and, uh, you know, he was the sober one. And, uh, we were all pretty bomb because we were here, and he was, he was, um, he was singing in, uh, like he it was almost like a regular, 
one of the regular songwriters, and people were tipping him. I thought that was great. <laughs> so he's like, he's like, man, I can do this shit. I'm like, hell yeah, you can. That's awesome, man. Um, so I'm going to wrap up part one, and we'll, do you mind doing a part two quick? No, that's great. Um, so you sent me a few songs off your new record, Angry Standards, which is a yeah. sweet, a sweet. Uh, who did the artwork of this first? Oh, oh. Peter Lochner did all, uh, two of them. I, I had a last-minute deal with that, and we just kept it simple, the one in the middle. But who, that one this and, is a classic logo yours. Who did this one? Peter Lochner did those two. Yeah, He's and that sums up you guys. Yeah, it's just great that logo. Funny. Anyway, so you sent me um, the Tom Petty song, You Don't Know How It Feels. Mm-hmm. So what's the story? Behind, I always have a story behind the song segment. So why would you pick that song, and how would you track it? Who played all the cool guitar parts? Who's yeah, the female singer? So that's the band. Uh, I did all the vocals. So that's what? me. All <laughs> the vocals on the record, except for Rachel Kurtz and Jessica Carey, are featured. I, did all the, I do all the high harmonies and everything. Yeah, with the gravelly ass voice. Well, I got. You'd be surprised. I can get up there. Um, I do all the harmonies here for the backup for the. Really? Yeah, that's. I love it. I think it's really fun, I'm and people think it's it. really funny from go from raspy to. Better. But anyway, so we lost. It's, you, it's unique. Uh, a unique take on it too. It's yeah. kind of more of a country beer drinking yeah, style. Yeah, we were, we were saying it was like old school John Hyatt meets like yeah, it's very yeah, it's got a. It's driving on a highway dry, version. Yeah, it's really it's cool. A trucker. Um, and that is definitely those are that's one of the ones that I didn't orchestrate myself. That's Saul's Blair, all of us together. So okay, and barely me. That's more just the nuance of the way I was singing and changing up some of the melody. That's me. The rest of it's all those. The groove is all those guys. And that's Jordan Carlson on drums from um, yeah, Martin Zeller and uh, and a couple other uh, people in town. Chris Hockey, I think he plays with. Where'd you track it? I do everything at Greg Shooty's place. So Greg Shooty is sounded awesome. Oh, cool! Yeah, that's the, all the live. That one great. was all live, so that's really fun. I was isolated with an SM7 in one booth, and they played all live. I had that. Did I would never guess that. I think that's fun. I think that's the energy. I, my favorite ones on there are the live ones. So what happened was when I I was in the middle of recording an original album, and when I found out about the twins, I'm like, well, I got a lot more to write about. There's I. I don't need to finish this right now. I'll have too much in my mind because that's the original one's really important to me. And so was this. It turned into something much bigger than I thought it would be. Okay. Not bigger, but um, like budget-wise bigger. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> um, so I, I'm like, well, let's just let me just put out a cover album. And I don't, I don't, I'm not, I don't even know if you do this, but I don't believe in Kickstarter. It's not something I do. I don't do it either. Uh, it's. I don't judge people that do it, Mm-mm. but this was my way of like, you know, let me put something out there that can make a little money that will help me with the other one. I've never done it. I did a pre-sale on this. It went really well. Yeah. I did my own PayPal prepay and did like four, almost 400 albums uh, pre-sale. It That's was great. Huge. And then we did, yeah, we did Mancini's and then my, my merch girl didn't show up, but, but we did five. Classic. It was great. Um, Mancini's is one club in town that's left that you can go. You should check it out. It's really fun. I love Mancini's. I was just going to ask you about that the next episode for sure. We'll pick up there next episode. Mancini's. All right, Mr. Nick Hensley, thanks for being on the Mark Stereo Music Podcast. Please tune in next week for part two.
Thanks for tuning in to this week's edition of the Mark Steri Music Podcast. Hope you enjoyed the program. We'll see you back here for new podcasts about life and times and the live and local music scene each and every Tuesday, if not before, on iTunes, SoundCloud, and most other places podcasts are available. This is a listener-supported podcast, so if you'd like to get on board, please visit patreon.com forward slash Mark Steri Music Podcast. If you enjoyed some of the musical edits on this show, please head on over to your local record store or do some digging on iTunes and load up on some new songs. Also, if you get a chance, please go check out some live music somewhere. It could be a great and worthwhile experience. Life is short. Go have some fun. Till next time. Why don't you think of me, what you 